On today's episode, we talk about how to balance my startup business with my nine to five job. This episode's a clip from a recent Q&A I did with our family that you should be a part of in our Relationship Speed Algorithms Facebook group. I was asked how to balance time between a day job that pays your bills versus a startup business that has a lot of potential in the next few years. A question like this requires some creativity, and I think my answer surprised some people. If you're balancing time between business and a job, or even business and family, or other aspects of your life, you're going to want to hear this episode because it might get the wheels spinning. So without further ado, let's get into the show. Welcome or welcome back to the Minded George podcast. My job here is to empower entrepreneurs, business owners, marketers, or anyone that joins to listen to ethically build and scale their businesses by deepening your relationships with your customers, your employees, and yourselves. One rule, no slime allowed. We drop new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so please make sure to subscribe and leave a review. All episodes, surprise gifts, and trainings will always be found on mindofgeorge.com to keep this easy with buttons to your favorite podcast platforms. Oh, and as a thank you for listening, I added a video to mindofgeorge.com right on the homepage teaching you how not to be like 92.4% of businesses. That number's made up. But how not to be like 92.4% of businesses I see pouring their dollars down the drain by not understanding the four types of customer journeys and not giving themselves a chance to succeed. Check it out after this episode and let us know how we can support. Now enough of this, let's get into today's goal. Will says, how would you play it if you had products that will be a great brand, but you cannot quit your day job and thus don't have the time you need to build it? This is where you have to get creative. And Will, I know your situation. And so I'm going to answer this agnostically of your situation, but also it applies to your situation. Um, So the thing is here is that what I find with a lot of people in brands and products is they focus on way too many things and they make the mountain insurmountable. But really, if you have a great brand, you don't need to work 20 hours a day. You need to be where your customers are, create content or a journey that helps them achieve a greater state, and then buy your product and nurture them in your product, right? Now, it's not going to be a hockey stick, but neither was Rome. Neither are the pyramids that we know about, right? I'm just making stuff up now. But it's going to be a, a brick by brick by brick by brick by brick, right? So the first thing is, is like, Where do your primary customers live and how do you find them? And you find them and you be in a relationship with them. We're the first 100 customers that I can find, that I can build a relationship with, I can get on Zoom calls, I can FaceTime with, I can help them, I can send them product. Where do they hang out? What do they want? Okay, cool. How do I get them to invite more friends? Cool. How do their friends then get the product and use the product and tell their friends? Cool. Now maybe you have 300 customers and you're like, oh my God, I just made a little bit of revenue. Cool. So you look at that and you're like, what is the most time consuming or what we call minimum wage activity happening? And like, oh, you know, it's actually just email. It's email responses. I'm like, cool. So record yourself responding to 30 emails and make a Google document with all your common responses and then send it to a VA to make a standard operating procedure. Go on freeup, F-R-E-E-E, up.com and hire an educated VA that now can respond to all the emails with a lane and a goal that says, hey, if you get an email like this, this is one of your responses. Get an email like this, this is one of your responses. For the next seven days, once a week, we're going to sync and I'm going to have you read me your responses, then I'll approve them. 
anything that doesn't fit into the box or parameters escalate up to me for approval and then have a learning from it, right? And then you outsource the minimum wage activities, basically trying to make sure that the revenue that you're generating matches the team that you're doing and you don't ever go over it. And then you stay here until this goes up again and then you create space here, right? And that's for foundational best business, right? Then you can get into influencers, right? You can utilize audiences that exist already and you can give them rev share deals. You can give them percentages. You can incentivize them. And then you start to use their earned media, like their traffic that you don't have to pay for and you don't have to build yourself. But it's coming into a foundation to where you're basically setting it up to work with or without you until you can then hire somebody who would be interested in rev sharing or being a business partner or taking an equity split to run it. And then you become the visionary and they basically promote themselves to the CEO. Something like that could take... 30 days, if you're lucky, could take 30 months, could take 30 weeks, who knows? But that's the way to play it, right? It's just to continually improve. And then once you get to something working, if it's a minimum wage activity, and I mean anything that can be done for less than $12 an hour, and you're continually doing it, then you're already setting yourself up to fail and adding more to your plate. And I tell this in our nine-step model that we teach you guys uh, in the Mastermind or Consulting is... Um, the very last step is you have to earn the right to automate. And I watch people try to automate on day one and automate themselves out of business, automate their ad accounts to run out of money, automate acquisitions that don't work. You have to earn the right to automate. You also have to, <laughs> Tyler's pointing to himself right now, but that's why we're boys because you know we fix it all. You also have to earn the right to scale. You have to earn the right to go wide. And so I watched this happen. Somebody go to build a brand, right? And they're like, okay, I need Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, LinkedIn, email, blah, blah, blah. You don't even need a fucking website. You don't need a homepage. You don't need a sales page. You need a product detail page. And then you can create content on one social platform and you create content as much as required until you nail the languaging, the psychographics, the customer telepathy, so that everybody who sees your content then clicks right to the PDP and buys. Websites are nothing more than a checkout engine. If you're spending your time on a website, you're basically convincing people. You need to meet them where they are and give them a path to come in. And then you basically earn the right to build around it. Because if you're not getting sales, you're just distracting yourself by doing all that busy work. But then once you have a journey and you're like, God, this is predictable. And we create content like this and we use these languages. These people buy without a sales page, without a website. Okay, cool. We've solved for that customer journey. Now, where do we find the next crowd? Oh, the next crowd's like, God. I would buy, but I wish I knew this. And you're like, oh, cool. Well, let's add some blogs because these people now need blogs to go to to have one more touch point, right? And you basically work your way backwards through the four types of customer journeys, buyers first, because buyers will fund the business. And then you get into the people that are willing to opt in, right? They're ready to commit to being in a relationship with you, but not ready to buy yet. You solve for them. Then once you solve for them, you move back to the people who aren't ready to commit and you create content for them to be able to commit, to then commit to paying. And then in the very back, is you find the people that see your content and they're like, no, screw you. And you just consistently show up until they're ready to learn more. And then once they're ready to learn more, they're ready to opt in. And once they're ready to opt in, they're ready to buy. And you can't predict that just like you couldn't predict how quickly your wife or husband would fall in love with you or how many dates it would take. But you have to maintain consistency and meet them where they are to take them on that journey. And so that's my answer to that question. 
Thanks for listening to this episode. And like I said in the beginning, and probably a ton of times throughout, make sure you subscribe to the show if you want to hear more. Now, leave a review if you like me. Actually, don't leave a review if you like me. Just leave a review if you feel so inclined. But I'm going to ask you because it helps other people find this. And I'm going to give you a little marketing lesson in the outro of this anyways. Go to mindofgeorge.com so you can get into our crazy family and also get a free gift my team and I made for you. Now, here's the thing. There's only four types of customer journeys and I'm sending you to one page to cover all of it. But our job is to give you everything that you need to succeed as an entrepreneur. See, what I want is I want you to be in our family. I want to be in a relationship with you. And I want you to have a win before I ever get a win. And so on that page, you'll see some of the best stuff that we have, our top podcast episodes, our free courses we put together, our free content. And there's one in particular that I'm super proud of. We put together a free 30-day transformational marketing course. Literally, just need your email so you can get in and get into the membership site. We talk about the two most important documents in your business, your lighthouse and your avatar sheet, which we now call the beacon of beliefs in your captain's assessment. We teach you about the conscious and subconscious customer journey, how to have congruency in your marketing, the psychology of email marketing marketing, the six email sequences that your business needs to have right now to win, the two most wasted pieces of real estate and digital marketing that you can fix right now, my special five-part email recipe, and how to reframe your card abandonment strategy so you don't insult people's intelligence anymore, plus whatever else I can come up with on a certain level of crazy, because my mission is to teach you that relationships will always beat algorithms, and I'm ready to be on your team, I'm ready to be in your corner, and it's time for you to win a gold medal. So make sure you go to mindofgeorge.com, and we'll see you in the next episode. I love you all. Bye.